Everybody, this is AJ Capasso here from Talking with the Source. I'm here with my co-host and great friend, Jonathan Keyworth of uh, JK47 Paranormal and Targeting with the JK on Tuesdays, uh, noon Mountain Time. There you go. You heard it first. Well, guys, today we have an amazing guest on. First, I want to give a shout out, like always, to an amazing company out here in Connecticut in the USA. It is called... 203 detailing it's a good friend of mine son michael he does a great job he does detailing and paint corrections so hit him up at 203-707-7077 for a detail or a paint correction in your car he does an amazing job and he is a great kid i'm super proud of this kid so that's why i shot him out how are you sun dragon how are you thank you so much for joining us but today we have an amazing guest um he has a podcast called the cemetery files out right now it's on all platforms he is a medium, and he is also a paranormal researcher like us. His name is Jay Hill. Let me bring him forward. Hey. What's going on, Jay? How are you? What's up, Jay? All right. Hey. Great, great. So, Jay, like I ask everybody as I start is, how did you get into the paranormal, my friend? Like, what got you into it? Did you start as a kid, or just something that happened? I grew old? up with it. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I grew up with it ever since I can remember. I mean, it was probably back down when I was, you know, you know, five or six, but I, I had my first paranormal experience, true paranormal experience when I was 16. Yeah. So that's when I saw my first full body apparition. Yeah. So, what was that like? Where was that at? It was, uh, actually the, the town that I live in, uh, in Lake Geneva. Um, I'm, a, I'm about 10 miles south of that right now. Uh, I used to live downtown at this old, a uh, big old house that actually is now a restaurant. <laughs> it's wow. it really it has really good food. Um, but yeah, I went, I moved, moved from Colorado actually to uh, back to Lake Geneva where I was born. And uh, the first six months I was there, uh, me and my sister were experiencing some major issues and doors locking and, uh, just noises, thumps, and dogs freaking out, and yeah, it was just a weird vibe. And then one night, um, she was standing at the foot of my bed, and it was kind of funny because I was kind of mad because she woke me up. Yeah, oh, you geez. know, I I sat up like what, you know, and so yeah, it was really kind of weird. And that's kind of when I had had something really weird happen. Was um, right when that happened. I didn't know what she wanted, but when I rolled back over to sleep, um, you ever see those old, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's a weird like glitch in the TV, and it was kind of like when I rolled over and closed my eyes, it was kind of this glitch, and then all of a sudden I'm standing in front of my grandfather, who I never met, wow. I'm standing in front of my grandfather, and on the farm and um my dad's dad and he was talking to me about my dad at that time and my dad had actually had cancer and he was pretty sick and he had pancreatic cancer so he was telling me he was like you know i i need you know he loves both all you kids and you know just be there for him and you know help him out and you know just and it was just weird why i would even have that yeah dream or yeah. that vision, so to speak. But I do believe that I was talking with him. And yeah. that's when I kind of realized that I was like, I think there's something to that. And so I went downstairs in the morning. I was telling my mom about the, the, the spirit that was at the end of my bed. And um, I was also talking to her about the dream. And I described the dream. And she showed me a picture because I described him. And I've never seen a picture of him um, because he died like, eight years before i was born yeah or six years and so 
she told me to say to, to never tell my dad that dream. I was like, okay, I won't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so my sister had come down after that, right after me, and said, You'll never guess what happened. And the lady went and visited my sister too at, at the foot of her bed. Wow. Oh, yeah. So we knew that there was something there and it was it was cool. You know, I mean I, I was okay with it. You know, it's so crazy that you brought up her standing at the foot of your bed like that, that lady, because when I had my apparition experience at my house and then in front of my family, she appeared as well. Um, my first experience with my apparition was at the foot of my bed at nighttime when I was sleeping with my girlfriend. Um, it happened twice. One time she opened the door and shut it. The second time, which I thought was my girlfriend, and I rolled into my girlfriend thinking that I was going to steal her spot when she went to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But I know it wasn't her going to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, then the second time I saw her <laughs> at the end of the bed when it was like she was wearing a long white t-shirt, but it was soaked. And it, this girl just had dark like hair right in front of her face. And I felt this like aggressive energy, but it wasn't towards me. The mm -hmm. whole room was electrified, but I felt the anger towards my girlfriend for some reason. And I never understood why until I met with a medium like years ago. And they finally told me the reason I, I and I believe the reason was because we weren't supposed to be together. We were actually in an active addiction at the time and we were dragging each other right, down. Right, right. It wasn't a good situation. So I think this spirit was there to like help me like and say, listen, you know, you need to get away from this person because you're getting dragged down. Mm -hmm. She's getting dragged down. And I think that was the reason why I saw her. And then two weeks later, she appeared again with this time in front of my whole family in the dining room. And it was just remarkable. I mean, the room was electrified. Wow. It was, I mean, everybody just stopped. I mean, it was like we were all shook. I mean, she was mm -hmm. there solidly like me and you are. Mm -hmm. And it seemed kind of solid that this person was in my room. But the, the way the air felt, Jay, was so electrified. It was it's so hard to, like, even describe to you. Like, it's different than feeling the cold when it shifts in a room. It's, it's so right, much right. I don't know if you've ever had an experience or visitation like that. But have you I've, ever had, had, I've had several different ex experiments or, ex you know. <laughs> those those things that yeah that, those things have, that have happened to me in that way yeah uh, i can walk into a room you know when i was younger and where you feel kind of beside yourself mm. it's kind of like a like something shifts and yeah. that's the way i felt i felt like i was like i was being shifted and it was just weird weird vibes and weird everything and that's you know i kind of go back to say that that was kind of where i was wondering where I, this was heading and I got to the point where, yeah, I'm, I have some type of gifts, but I wasn't ready to explore it because as you know, talked about this, you know, that I, I've had my own, uh, bouts with addictions and stuff like that. And yeah. so I was more running away from who I was in that yeah. sense. And then once I started, once it came down to me having my stroke, you know, what, 10 years, 13 years ago, yeah. I was that was it you know that was like okay all of it the buck stops here this is you know what's going to transpire and then i my gifts kind of flourished after that and then wow. you know i started just you know kind of taking care better care of myself and you know got away from all of the bad things of the addiction was causing me and alcohol and all that stuff so Definitely. sucks that you have to you know live on life's terms and deal with life on life's terms but it is what it is you know unfortunately you yeah. Know. yeah 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 so no, definitely definitely you know you know we all have to go through things and we all have to learn like as you know jay you know I, I as everyone knows i've struggled with addiction myself for a very long time and you know it's something that we all just you know it's something that we go through in life that sucks that hopefully we make it out of and you know both of us were very lucky that we did um, yeah you know, and there's a lot of people that don't, and, and it's very unfortunate. And I hope that that changes. I really do. I hope that the world can see see it differently, you know. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. one thing I wanted to ask you was, did you have any other visitations growing up, like with other family members or any other people? Um, yes. Uh, actually, right, probably five, six years ago, Um. I went to see my grandmother's grave where it was right where my mom's buried. And because I, where I live, um, like a third of my relatives are buried in one cemetery, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a very old cemetery and I go to visit my mom and my dad sometimes. And then I, 
you know, walk two feet to the left and my grandparents were there, you know? Mm. So, um, I was doing normal chit chat and this and that. And then I went home that night and it's when, you know, things were kind of, I was kind of there at the cemetery because I knew that things were changing in me spiritually and mentally. And I knew that how do I get, you know, where I need to go. Yeah. And so I, when I got home, you know, everything was normal. And then I went to sleep that night and I don't know if I was asleep or awake. I think I was awake because I was kind of, you're in between those, those sleep moments, you know, where you're just about asleep and then you're kind of awake about uh, in the in the entryway to my room, about five feet off the ground was my grandmother, wow. and she was hovering over there. And she had a, a like a white light off to the side that was illuminating her, and I knew that's who it was. Wow! And and I knew that I, that was something that I that I had to had to see. So after that, things kind of changed a little bit more. And then once I had talked to another medium, um, you know, I was, it was early on and I was trying to figure out who my guides were and their names and this and that. And the one says, you know, the name. And I said, I do. And she said, my, my grandmother's name is Gladys. And she says, well, you know, you already know Gladys. And I'm like, that's my grandmother. It's my mom's. (laughs) So she had came to visit me early on when I was just getting letting my gifts flourish you know what i mean so so yeah so and then after that then you know and then my mom chimes in every once in a while she's usually in the back but every once in a while i'll get an earful yeah (laughs) now how do you how do you hear how do you hear see feel them like how does it work for you um it's more or less um just a, a more of a thought more of a because the fact that mostly guides will basically kind of you know let you do your own you know make your own choices and do your own stuff and all that you know i mean they they can't physically say you have to do this or you have to do that it's your choice you have you make those decisions for yourself they can guide you and that's why they're guides you know they can say well you know we suggest maybe try this or maybe try that you know what i mean so it's always been and i do the same thing when i do readings for people I don't say you have to do this or you need to do this or whatever. I will kind of say, you know, it's up to you, but this is what I see and this is what I hear. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't try to direct people directly that way because that's not my job to do that. I'm just the messenger. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, So I basically, you know, I, I hear them, you know, sometimes audibly, but mostly it's, it's just a thought in my head or, um, every once in a while I hear my name called or something like that, but that's, I've always had that. Yeah. Um, or I will think about somebody or something in particular that I need to pay attention to. And that's kind of how they give me visual imagery mm-hmm. where they'll be like, Hey, you know, they won't necessarily say anything, but they'll say, they'll throw a picture in my face and be like, and I, where I haven't thought about it before, you know, and be like, why am I seeing this? And then I'd, I'll know it's a feeling more or less that I know that I need to log that into my brain and put it in the back and just hang on to it, which has usually always comes out to play when I had that happen with a pink elephant once. I don't know why this pink, this stuffed pink elephant kept coming to me and coming to me. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Two weeks later, I was doing a a ghost tour walk with a, a lady in Lake Geneva where I'm at and I was doing readings after the walk and the ghost tour walk and the pink elephant came up and this kid, this, this friend of mine and her son, he asked, he was like 10, 12 years old. He said, do you have a message for me? And I'm like, I've now I've never given a message to a kid, to a child. You know, I mean, I was always adult and I'm like, this is different. And then all of a sudden the pink elephant came to my head. And I was like, oh. And then I started asking him about the pink elephant. And they looked at he, he looked at his mom like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? And I was like, I'm like, ah, and then her his grandmother came through. And then I was like, ah, okay. Well, come to find out that she had given the gift 
to somebody, one of the other siblings, but he took it because of, or I think he took it because of the fact that it, it really meant something to him. And she wanted to kind of let him know that it's okay to have it, you know, and I'm, I, I give it to you and I give it to, I think his sister, I think, but he, he fell in love with it and she was like, I'm okay with that. And that was basically the message. That is awesome. Yeah. So that was weird. I mean, that was really kind of odd. But then after that, I did like three or four, you know, readings, but not that spirits came through because I can switch gears like that where it's one minute it's, you know, I'm reading for somebody and a loved one's come through to the next person saying it's just a psychic reading and saying, okay, this is what you need to look forward to. This is what you got coming up. Yeah. And then yeah. I kind of can read that person and I'll ask him questions like, do you do, do this? And like, oh, yeah, I do. I'm like, hey, you should probably stop doing that, <laughs> you know, and, you know, yeah. maybe focus on something that's going to be positive for you. So I'm kind of like more or less kind of like a spiritual guide. You know what I mean? Like when I give somebody advice and I try to help them because that's the bottom line. That's what I'm doing. I'm help. I'm trying to help somebody or I'm trying to help guide somebody. Because if they're in distress or some type of, you know, something's happened to them or they've lost a loved one or something, I'm trying to help them with the trans, you know, transcend it into something more positive, you know. So that's the, way, that's the way I look at it, you know. So, yeah, no, definitely. Go ahead, John. So, so like, uh, my, my first apparition I saw was was at my very first investigation, very first one. I, I did all my investigations on my own. Um, I was at the, the house in Michigan, and uh, it was the second night, and I was just walking around the house late at night, just getting some readings and stuff. And as I was heading back to the room, I looked to the left, uh, and that was uh, the room where her mom passed. And, and I saw a lady in a dress with her arms crossed looking out the window and like the moonlight was lighting her up. She was all twinkly. And I said, Nope. And I, I turned right <laughs> to my bed and I, I went right to bed. I put my headphones on. I'm like, no way, man. I was like, that's crazy. But I mean, that, that was my first investigation. So I, I, I helped them out and I was able to get everything good. So it, it really built, you know, that spirituality up in me and my confidence and, you know, did you ever have that that one investigation where you saw something or something happened where you're like, oh, my gosh, like what's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, I. but this wasn't an investigation. It was something that when I was growing up, I was still in my 20s and I was going to move in. At that time, I was divorced and I was I was dating a girl. And we were moving into an apartment together and this was the only red house on the block it was really weird and <laughs> it was so old this place was so old it had the old um for the doorbell was in the middle and you had to turn it like a chime oh yeah, it, yeah 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 like back in the 50s 40s, yeah. 50s yeah yeah so um i basically I did kind of a walk through this place. It, the lady that was renting the upstairs apartment said, yeah, you can just go in. It's unlocked. And at that time, my girlfriend wasn't, wasn't there at that time. She was still at work. So I thought, well, I'll just walk up here and I'll, you know, go walk through and this and that. As soon as I got to the top of the stairs, the vibe changed. And I was kind of like, um, okay. <laughs> it's just it's and i thought you know it's just an old house and yeah you know so yeah. i'm walking through the different rooms the one room on the left was really kind of eerie i was like oh okay guest room whatever watch in the bathroom it's really small okay you know and the kitchen's right there and then the living room and then they had the bedroom in the back yeah, well yeah. <clears throat> um as soon as i walked into the bedroom in the back I got flashes of a little girl hiding in her nightgown in her, in the closet, afraid. And then I got this, I got anger and I got not, not that I was experiencing, but I kind of sensed the anger and the violence and the hatred and all that stuff boiled up in one. I also saw blood on the wall, but I wasn't sure what it was. So I thought, 
and it was really wild. And so I walked out and I didn't really think anything of it. And then I wanted my sister who was, uh, about 50 miles away to come visit and do a walkthrough like me, mm. but she couldn't make it. So we decided to take the place. We took the place and, um, there was one moment where I was in the shower and I was expecting my girlfriend to come home and the bathroom door is like right next to the shower. So the bathroom door, the bathroom door opened and I saw somebody through the glass, you know, come through and I thought, Oh, yeah. you know, I thought it was my girlfriend. So I'm talking to her and da da da. How was your day? Da da. I got nothing. I'm like, what is the deal? Why is she ignoring me? Mm-hmm. And so I, I get down, I dry off and I, I come out of the, the bathroom because the door was closed you know no. and then i came back i came out of the bathroom like uh the shower and bathroom and i'm like okay and then all of a sudden my girlfriend at that time came through the door up the stairs and i'm like were you just in the bathroom i said i was trying to talk to you she's like i just got home from work <laughs> i'm like oh okay <laughs> so that so that place was that that was probably that was was one of those moments where you're like holy crap you know, yeah, right. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I saw the silhouette through the, you know, the shaded glass and I oh, saw wow. the door open and they walked all the way to the toilet. And then I thought they sat down and I thought that they were listening, you know, thought it was my girlfriend at that time. And she was not there. And I don't know who it was, but wow. Yeah. So, I yeah. So, too. Yeah. I, I would have been freaky if she jumped I, in yeah. with you and started <laughs> right. <you> back. <laughs> right. Well, I was freaked out a little bit, but I, I wasn't, it just wasn't, it wasn't until um, I would sit in the living room and watch TV and I knew that there was something in the closet behind me, but I knew that you could feel those eyes on you constantly. Like you keep turning around. And so it was just really weird. But the the guest bedroom when me and the girl that i was with we were breaking up and so we switched bedroom i got the guest bedroom and that's that's a whole different story but i'll tell you what it involved the darkness um darkness or the dark side um christ um growling and being thrown off the bed oh wow yeah so yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that that is that is a story that I I don't tell too often. I do when I do my speeches I mention that. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh it's one of those where it was a pivotal moment for me, you know, in my life and then, you know, things kind of changed after that, but I was still kind of running from who I was. Yeah. But when I was put when somebody who has gifts and and they're actually kind of put in that position of a lot of paranormal activity or, or a lot of negative activity or something like that you there's no way to avoid it no matter how bad you're running from your gifts or running or doing whatever you're doing you're still going to be able to sense that yep and it's like yeah you can drown it (laughs) as much as you want to but Mm -hmm. if it's going to be there it's going to be there yep that was something i had to learn and Mm -hmm. you know i every time i had something happen i was like i want to shut it down i didn't want to You know, I was like, I don't Mm want to be a part of this because my whole belief was, you know, growing up Catholic, growing up, you know, Christian, you know, and my first belief is everything's a demon, you know? So like I, before I got into this and before I had my near death experience, I never, never believed in this stuff. And then when I did have experiences, I was like, okay, this is a demon in my house or something, you know, right. Right. You know, it's definitely not my grandpa. So, you know, but um, I totally (laughs) feel you on that. I, I totally feel you. And, you know, it's like when you're trying to drown it out with stuff, it, you think that it helps for that 15, 20 minutes that you're drowned out or you pass out. <laughs> and once you wake up, man, yeah. that gift is right there with it's you. It's right there. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah. how bad you want to, to make it stop or whatever, because you don't want to, you don't want to think about anything. You don't want to deal with anything. You just want to enjoy whatever feeling that you have Yeah. at that moment. Exactly. I get it. That, that you know? peace, that peace. Right, for right, right. Minute. Yeah. You know, my my soul, my spirit still longs for that. It doesn't I don't miss it. The only thing I miss about certain things is socialization drinking, you know, just yeah. being sociable and having a few drinks and hanging out. Yeah. I don't miss the whole getting totally in it to win it and with anything. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just 
Yeah. I have friends that, that do that for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. So, yep. you know, yep, but. definitely. Now I want to ask you a question. Now, do you, does our energy, do, does our vibration and energy lower when we are in those states? Of yes. Mind? Okay. Yes. So we're, we're easily able to be taken over more when we are in those states. Do you right. Believe? Your inhibitions are low. Okay. You know, your guards are low. You know, you're guarding it. You're guarding your, all your uh, protection is, is, can be low. Not everybody. Mm. I'm just saying certain people, everybody is different. Everybody has their own path. Everybody is an individual spiritually and physically. There is not one person that is the same on this planet. I don't care what anybody says. There is something that makes you unique. Yeah. And oh, definitely. I agree. You know what that. I mean? Yeah. You can have a doppelganger. You can have somebody that looks like you, but you're still a different person. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. So, you know, having said that, you know, I frequency is a, I talk a lot about in my speeches. I talk a lot about frequency. You know, I talk about the, we give off energy. We have a certain frequency. It, it changes all the time. Different yeah. ranging uh, ranges. Um, you go to a haunted location. You know, that also can emit its own energy or frequency, you know, the, mm -hmm. the building itself, you know, yeah. or the land. So when people say, well, I went to this this haunted location and we got so much stuff. And then the next week, the next team went in there and got nothing. And people mm -hmm. like, well, they could say, well, I don't think it's haunted. That other people must be, you know, blowing smoke. And it's not necessarily that somebody's blowing smoke or making things up. It's the fact that frequencies change to the point where if spirits are around, they're still around, but you just can't interact with them because there's not, there's not enough frequency or energy between that building or the people there, the building, the people that go in there the second time who didn't catch anything, their frequencies could be totally off charts, different. You know yeah. what I mean? They could just be, just not compatible you have to realize that certain people who have that connection with the spirit world have already established that connection beforehand you know what i mean they were born yeah. to do that you know what i mean yeah. and there's other yeah. people that are fascinated about it and then they experience some of this stuff but they don't truly interact with it because of the fact that um you know their frequency is not not the viable you know what yeah. i mean it's not you yeah, know, yeah when not you meet cool. yeah when you meet somebody both of you guys when you when you guys have met somebody and you know immediately i want to be friends with that person because i just think that that person is really cool they've got it you know just yeah whatever okay that is yeah that is a frequency <laughs> that's a connector okay yeah. what i call a connect a, a connector now you can meet. Yeah, I'm sure you both have met somebody and saying, "Yeah, you think okay, this person's okay. Don't know much about him or her, but you know, okay, yeah." And then you, you, you are around them a little bit more, and then it just repels you like a battery, like two batteries. Yeah. You know, switch the end, and they just repel yeah. each other. It yeah. that's it, it happens. So not you know you could say, "Oh, I'm friends with everybody." Well, I can guarantee that you're probably not friends with everybody. No, you know, no, yeah. because there's certain times where. It just doesn't always vibe and that's you why got, you have acquaintances and that's why yeah. you have real friends yeah right so right it. right it's just and, and, and it's just it is what it is you just kind of you know i have people i work with that i i you know i i love a lot of the people that i work <laughs> with but some of yeah. them i've only vibe part-time with there's some that i can only take small doses of because it's it spiritually it's like it's like nails on a chalkboard See, people don't understand that that part is is a spiritual part of it of life. You know, like that part of like what you just said, the frequency uh -huh. of it, and the frequency of somebody that you can't handle at work. That that mm -hmm. feeling, the reason why you can't handle them, is actually a spiritual feeling. And I don't think a lot of people actually realize that. But um, Sun Dragon asks, frequencies can shift up and down, and when we connect, are we matching that spirit's frequency? So when we connect, are we matching the spirit's frequency when we connect with them? Um, sometimes yes. Um, I don't know for sure. I mean, it, positivity can help you raise your frequency so that you can be up, you know what I mean? Positive things, positive thinking, all that stuff. So there's a lot to positive thinking and positive speaking and all that stuff. Yeah. But with the spirit, I think that the spirits, and I really don't, I can't answer 
that completely because of the fact that I don't know for sure if the spirits on the other side, if there's another medium that can chime in and say, yeah, the frequency that, that the spirit has that, that is past that you're trying to investigate or whatever, they may be able to con- change their frequency. I'm not sure if they can. If they can, then it just they can match it. Maybe they can match it to where we are at. But it's I think it's kind of like it's different from what I'm being told. It's it's different. It's like trying to to fit a European plug into an American plug. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep, so yep. so um, maybe the frequency with the land and you know, like say when you walk into a building and the spirit is on the uh, it's on the other side that's standing in this old building. Yeah. Vibing and have that. Um, Vibing and having that uh, frequency with the with the house or the ground, whatever. And when you come, maybe your frequency resonates with the ground or the house. And there's maybe that connection. You know what I mean? So, but direct connection. Yeah. I don't think that that is how that works. I just think that it's more or less that you know everything with the the frequencies of the building, the timing the weather everything there's so many different things that can go into that that's why that people who go into haunted places don't always find the same thing they found the first five times they went yeah there's gonna be some changes yeah and uh when when i was going to people's houses um our our, uh psychic friend sam she told me uh before you go into these homes you know kneel on the ground outside and touch the ground Mm -hmm. you know to kind of zoom yourself in mm-hmm. with, with the energy of where yeah. you're at and, and to not folk not to think about things that happened in the past not to think about how great it's going to be tonight just live in the now mm-hmm. and just, just focus on on that and just bring that energy in into your investigation and everything will fall into place and, and she was right. dead right man right i right. mean we had the crazy night at uh at the old Montana state prison that we right. went there, touched the ground and we went into the investigation and it mm-hmm. was just us two in there. And yeah, it was the best night ever, man. All right. Yeah. 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 Having that <clears throat> grounding every, you know, grounding uh, yourselves before you go into investigations is a big deal. Kneeling in front of a, of like a building or a place like that, not only one, not only is it, is an appreciative to the land itself. You know what I mean? Because yeah. as we all know, that that building was has only been there a short time. Well, yeah. Whatever was there before, whatever ancestors or whoever have walked that path or could have stopped and made camp at that path, or you know, I mean, it's so it, it just there's so many different things with the land that that can transcend at different things, especially buildings. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so grounding yourself and basically. You know, making that connection, that's a great point to make is that, like when I said before, like when you come in and then you have that connection with the land or the building right away, and that may be that that spirit that is there is also tapped into that same line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's just kind of, so then you had, you know, great you know, results from your investigation, you know? Now, have you done that all the time you investigate? No. No, uh, and I've I've noticed the difference. Like, like I've I've had crappy investigations where I got maybe one one little noise or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, I, I forgot the ground. I, and that I, should know. be one of the things that everybody. Now that you said it, and I'm glad. I, I mean, I didn't really think of it that way until you said it. But it, I've always said that you know to be ground yourself first, and you know to protect yourself first. But the way you said it and described it is kind of like the missing piece that I wish I thought of it. That that is perfect. I mean, that's exactly everybody should do that. You should write. Yeah, that you down. just get so excited. You're there. You're like, oh yes, right. okay, good. Have a great day. Right, right. You're so excited and you forget. Yeah. It's kind of like there, there's protocol. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you should follow. Yeah. And and I think that that is that is a really great idea. And I, if I were you, I keep looking at you thinking, okay, that's something that you should really do. Like I don't know if you could put that on a post or put that in somewhere or someplace that people were going to see that and try that and do and you know take like five people and say, okay, try this on your next three investigations three or five 
and see do five you know like you said or five without and see what you get see what the yeah. difference is. No, exactly mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'll get oh, it tattooed know. right here so i don't forget anymore hey, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah now i wanted to ask you I, one of the things that spirit always talks about with me is, is manifestation, manifestation, mm-hmm. law of attraction, stuff like that. Now, does our spirit give out a vibration and a frequency that will attract things into our man or manifest into our reality? Depending on, it depends on where you're at. Look at it like this. When you go to buy a car, and you're looking for a car that you that you really want and this and that but what you really want is a ferrari mm. now is that going to be practical for you at that time yeah probably mm. not yeah, you know what i mean probably. so yeah. so i think i think it it, it it depends on the timing or uh, yeah they say that you know there's certain people that say that you can manifest anything you want in your life blah, 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 blah. yeah okay um I'd like to think a little bit more. I take that with a grain of salt. I will just say, yeah, I will manifest the things that I need in my life. About um, said, yeah. You know Spirit gives I mean? what you need, not what you want. Yeah. Right. 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 So, because a lot of people saying you can manifest anything you want, and it's like it's not what I want; it's what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. don't need a Ferrari. <laughs> you yeah. want one, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's about what you need at that time. And that's the one thing that when people try to manifest things, the first thought that you should have is, what do I need? And then you wait against what you want. Is this Does this fall into the category of want or need? Mm. You know what I mean? So once people start realizing that it's what I need, and it may not be what you, you know, want, but just need to, you know, kind of think of it in, in that in those terms instead of, you know, oh, I wish I would win the lottery or I, you know, all this, you know, it just, yeah, don't. Yeah. 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 Don't go. When crazy. somebody says, yeah, oh, I'm going to play the lottery and we're going to win the lottery, I'm like, you know, I don't really play the lottery <laughs> because it, that's to me, my best excuse is that's too easy. Yeah. I won't learn yeah. anything from that. Yeah. You know, I won't. I win the lottery. Yeah, that'd be great to have all that money to do all this stuff. But what do I really need that for? Yeah. What do you is that going to prevent me from continuing my work to help people and to do this instead of making money the main ingredient in why I help people? Mm. You know, I, I don't. That's why I, I say yeah, that's too. Weird. I you you want to hear something crazy, dude? AJ can attest to this. So, so I think it was it was last it was two years ago i had been investigating for for one year and and i did all my investigations on my own dime i i bought the plane tickets everything and and my funds were getting low and um we went up to the casino here at blackhawk and um it was uh my wife's dad's birthday and i you know she went to the bathroom i just sat down at this machine and I said, you know, God, I, I could really use some help. You know, please allow me to hit the grand jackpot. And down to my last spin, betting eighty cents, I, I won nineteen thousand dollars. There you <laughs> go. It was it was crazy. It, right, right. Like, yeah. I right. Felt so, it was right. So so you can look at that as in, and if, if not take it too serious, but be appreciative of what happened. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and I totally and, appreciated it. Like, right, oh right, gosh. right. Yeah, it's and that is a great story. And I've been to the Blackhawk, and because Central City is one of my favorite places to visit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> ours too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I remember when the casino was not there because I lived yeah. there. I lived in in uh, Aurora back from ninety five to ninety seven. Okay. All right. So we used to visit up to Central City all the time. And mm. Yeah. I love that place. It, and that's got some great it. spirits there. Yeah. <laughs> so now, yeah. Jay, what was one of your most memorable investigations that you've done or say readings that you've done? Oh my gosh. Um
You know, the the one I I I remember probably the one I remember. I I was helping a lady um she wanted to she was trying to she was trying to find out um if there were loved ones that were still communicating with her. And I actually I I gave her a reading and she actually paid for the reading, but um it was basically one of the things that I had gotten messages from these two grandparents, which would have been her great grandparents, came through to me when I was driving to meet her at mm-hmm. this place where I was doing the reading with her. And I'm like, okay, I, I got you in my head. I, I'm, I know you're there, you know. So when I went there, I I was telling her a little bit about this, and they came through, and the one thing that they said was to look for the old trunk in the attic. And I kept telling her that, telling her that. And I said, there's some, she's like, I've never met these people. I don't know who they are. I was kind of trying to describe them to my best recollect. And um, she said, uh, I said, there's pictures of them in this old trunk. And she said, okay. So she, you know, later on, she had told me she called her dad and said, you know, are there pictures of great grandparents in an old trunk and in an attic? And she yeah. said, he said, yeah. He said, there's old pictures in this trunk. Wow. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> and wow. so, I mean, it, you know, that was, you know, probably one of, one of the moments. But I, I really, you know, from what I can remember, I don't know. It's really weird because there's sometimes that I do readings like the kid with the elephant. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a cool. That's awesome. I know. I did. I did a walk. Uh, the tour. Uh, the ghost tour for Halloween last year, like I did this year with my friend Rita, who's a really good tour guide. And she was telling last year. She was telling a story about um, one of the ladies of the the lake, and you know her husband passing away and all this other stuff and she was telling the story but she was also had a friend there that was a history uh one of the historians of the town Mm -hmm. there so she was trying to clean it up and you know make it and i'm like okay so when we were when she was done with the story she was walking away then this this lady came through mayor i think her name was mary came through and she said she did a really good job but she doesn't need to add or take anything away from the original story yeah and so i i'm walking with her and i i said well here's what i've been told and she looked at me she says what do you mean i said because she was dick for medium she didn't you know she was you know so i told her exactly what i just told you and she stopped and she freaked out and she was like nobody knows that 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 is on my that was on my brain nobody (laughs) and i'm like well she likes that you do it that way but keep it the way you do it you do a good job at it you don't need to add or take anything away don't embellish don't do anything just make it your own and she was just and still when i talked to her last last week when we went to do the walk for halloween she still she mentioned that on the walk wow you know, she was like, I was a skeptic. And she said, I'm still kind of a skeptic, but this guy's the real deal. Wow. <laughs> you know, because I was the guest, awesome. guest walk with them, you know, so. That's yeah, awesome. It, it, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there, there's just, there's quite a few different moments that I can yeah. recommend. It's hard to pinpoint. Yeah, you know, and it's just, then the, my goal for, to do all this stuff, and it, and it's not so much that I focus on my mediumship because i'm just a normal guy you know i mean just like me and you and you know jonathan i just i just happen to you know interact with the dead a little bit more than normal yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah so. so what what's your uh what's your future <laughs> plans what do you got going on in the future that you can tell her i am about? working on I'm trying. I'm. I'm. I'm desperately trying to get some funding for. I want to be able to create a documentary for um, Ghost Town Investigations, like out west. I want to yeah. be able to um, 
do this investigate i want to be able to do interviews with my show um you know i want to be able to have that kind of platform but i also want to be able to document the real history of the old west you know they, i mean i really i want to be able to go into the old buildings like in virginia city nevada you know yeah. i want to be able to go to the goldfield hotel i want to be able to go up to this many spirits that are there and say okay i i need to sit down with you and interview you you know yeah, or, basically or like the wash you in in yeah uh, in all Nevada. of those yeah yeah all yeah. of that you know what i mean bird cage, the, the birdcage in tombstone arizona oh yeah. my god yeah you know big nose kate's place you know all that stuff i mean it just it, it fascinates me because there were there have been times where i where i used to work um in a warehouse and i would get these i would get these uh images every time i would stand in this one in this warehouse i would get these images of walking through saloon doors and i couldn't figure <laughs> out why and then i would think about san francisco oh yeah every day no matter where it was if as long as i was in that spot picking orders that's the thoughts that would come to my mind wow and i don't know why i don't know the the whole connection with that but i did talk to another friend of mine who's a medium actually um one of my she's my mentor actually and um she she said uh i think that you were some type of lawman in the old west i was about to say past life yeah, I was about yeah to say. probably yeah and um i love horses mm -hmm. i've never ridden on a horse but i love horses and i I've experienced um, connection with a horse or two horses, actually, when me and my wife went to go look at uh, some horse riding trails that they had this um, just it was just beautiful area. It was a cattle moraine and they had these horses where they would take them out to, to you know, ride and this and that. I walked up to these two horses and that was still crazy to me as today as it was then. I walked up to these horses, and the first thing I heard from one of the horses was, what are you doing here? <laughs> the other one was dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So I mean, I was just, that. I mean, not not that when they were, she was dumb, but she was just oblivious to anything. Just to be outside, she was like, oh, my God. You know, like a, like a, a wound up dog. <laughs> like a dog. Oh, you're yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 wow. exactly. <laughs> exactly now so yeah. is this something that you could hear also with like other animals <laughs> as well? um yeah yes and no i kind of don't really partake too much in that it just happened that way by chance when i when That's i was there wild. i would say that definitely that might be a past life for sure yeah, because i really i really don't yeah i but i really don't want to connect with my cats because they're nuts <laughs> yeah i don't blame you i wouldn't want to connect with my you cat know, you know yeah, my cat, oh my, bitch, my cat bitches at me enough. I don't want to physically hear him in my brain screaming right. at me for something. You know? What oh I mean? my gosh! So. Yeah, you got to remind me that that TikTok video where the, <laughs> yeah. the horse's mouth that is perfect. And they put yeah. the Ted, the Ted. Yep. Oh, you put the stuffing in the wrong place, and yep, I can't yep, yep. right anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my goal. That is my goal to be able to have the funding. To be able to, you know, because the reason why I'm, I'm asking, I've been asking for this for a little bit, but I really put a little bit more of a emphasis on the old West and, you know, why I do this because of the fact that I work in a, in a restaurant or actually a private country club, um, this private country club. And that's a whole different story. <laughs> I got so many stories about that. Um, <laughs> this place is haunted as, 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 oh, yeah. as, as get out. Yeah. Um, so we are on getting going on to our off season. And so I kind of would like to be able to pursue my paranormal side of it where I could travel and do my documentary and experience mm -hmm. all this stuff while I have the time to do that. Yeah. Instead of working a nine to five job, working in a, like a warehouse or an office or something where you have to ask for time. I have time. Now I can do it. I, I like to cook. I'm a grill chef. I, I love what cool. I do, you know, and I've been doing that since I was 19, but it was just 
you know, having having the the withdrawal to be able to, you know, make one of your projects or dreams come become reality is, you know, yeah, that's something that I would like to manifest. You know what I mean? I mean, I, yeah. I would seriously because that, that's something that do I need to? I think I need to do it for my own personal beliefs. You know what I mean? Mm. Because of the fact that there's yeah. a reason why I have dreams of the old West. There's reasons why I just recently had a dream of somebody uh, handing me an old gun that was kind of like uh, an old West gun. An old like revolver style, right? Yeah. Yeah, the old yeah. Cold yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was like, why am I thinking of that? You know what I mean? So there has been times where I've had, you know, dreams of uh, being in the old West. And I think I was standing next to, if you know who Michelle LeBaron is, Sounds very good. Yeah. Okay. She's a very good, she's from, she lives in Nevada. Okay. She's, she said, anytime you want to come to Virginia city, I'll give you a private tour. You know, I'll, I'll take you out. And so, wow. and um, so this lady, Michelle LeBaron is, I've had her on my other show and she's just great to talk to. Well, there was one time where I had, a dream where we i was standing next to her looking down into a dirt street of a saloon like like a top floor of a hotel and i remember all the the, the walls and the the beds yeah. everything you definitely had a past life <laughs> yeah so i i turned around and there was this guy that had um yeah you know hat kind of like a farmer like but a rancher type guy you know, beat up. He's like, and he looked at me and he says, can you help me? And that was like, and then I kind of woke up, but it's moments like that. When I have dreams like that, that they aren't necessarily that you need to do something right now with, Yeah. but those dreams happen. And then in when the time is right, sometimes those things will happen where it's not necessarily, that would be deja, that would be deja vu probably times 10. You know what I mean? But yeah, it would be something where, I had a dream about this. I've had dreams like that before where I was somebody else. And I was, there was one time when I was younger and I was in the back seat of a station wagon. And I remember the house. I remember the house, the cars across the street. And I was a screaming kid in the back seat of a station wagon. And I was getting yelled at and this and that. Da, da, da. And I was like, what the heck? About a year or two later, I was taking my daughter, who was, you know, like five or six at the time, to IMAX Theater in Nebraska, and I came down this street at the stop sign. To my left, I saw the station wagon. I saw the Camaro that was across the street. I saw the house, and I freaked, and I'm like, <laughs> what? I mean, so, and it, that wasn't deja vu. That was just, hey, I was here. But yeah, I was somebody yeah, else. You yeah. know what I mean? After projecting yourself without even yeah, I was yeah, I there's been that a couple times there's been a couple times where I've been some someone else and um there was once I was I was actually shot. That was weird. I've done I've had these dreams, so I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was running out of a back of a uh old farmhouse and uh there were, I called them G men at the time, mm. you know, around the fence line in this farm. And I come out in my white, sh you know, white beater shirt. And, you know, I'm running and I'm taking my snub nose and I'm firing at them. And they just drilled me. And all I remember was that there was no pain, it was pressure. And then when I fell down, everything went black and I woke up. Yeah. My That's friends, my, 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 my friend, uh, Josh sent me a picture of he was working with another paranormal team and they were and he was trying to um, find a place that was, you know, supposedly haunted or something like that. Yeah. And he says, hey, he's like, I this guy's, you know, is, is thinking about buying this property in Illinois. He's like, you know, what do you think? And then he sent me the picture and it was the same house. No, <laughs> the same house, same back porch, same fence line, same everything. Oh, I was God. like, you got to be kidding me. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been dead and I've been dead in the water before. 
I've been dead in the water uh, where I drowned, where I was a female. And I was looking up underneath the water to the detective that was standing at the edge of the pool. Wow. That was was weird. This brings a whole other conversation to the table. But I know that we're coming to the end and we have to let you go so you can go make some dinner. But yeah, I want to have you back on because you know there's a lot that I want to talk about with past lives and stuff because I do believe in past lives and I believe mm-hmm. that I had one and I know that you definitely had multiple ones that you could yeah. I think he's Wyatt Earp. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. right. So. I love Wyatt Earp. Yeah. I have a, I actually have a, a wild Bill Hickok t shirt. Oh nice. that is cool. See? Well, there you go. But Jay, thank you so much for coming on, man. I truly appreciate yeah. you coming on. Please yeah, tell everyone before you. you go, though, where they can check out your podcast, even though we have a okay. stream at the bottom, and where they can check you out. Yeah, you can check me out on Instagram, uh, Studio 6 Productions. You can check me out on Facebook, Studio 6 Productions, or my uh, personal page, Jay Hill, or my medium page, Jay Hill, um, Medium Paranormal Investigator. And I'm on uh with um studio six paranormal or studio six production well oh my gosh i'm everywhere um <laughs> uh twitter uh studio six productions as well um yeah uh on every platform you you're can everywhere know. man <laughs> i am i am everywhere and it's trying to like, keep them all in line is is i'm also on like it done now i'm on like it and i'm on uh link tree as well Awesome. That's Studio Six Link Tree. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's probably about it. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that I could think of. And then you, you know, you could check out uh, Studio Six Paranormal Podcast with Shane Feek on Sundays, every other Sunday, um, on Facebook and on YouTube. You can find me on YouTube at Studio Sections as well. I also have commentary files with Kelly Schaefer. Uh, Kelly Schaefer is a really good host, and she's got her own team going uh, to paranormal mm. research, and they just had a really good investigation, so I'm going to probably you know, blast that out with her. Uh, our show is tomorrow, Monday. It's heading, sitting uh, around the headstones with Kelly Schaefer on summary files. That is going to oh. be a good a good show, too. So yeah, I'm 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 busy everywhere, man. That is awesome. Man. <laughs> Sounds I'm like so it. So happy for you. So I do I do I do want to say thank you thank you to Parapost and you know for having uh, the awesomeness that the Parapost Network has because the fact that I don't mention that enough on my own shows. So I want to say thank you to Brian Laverty. So you know, kudos to him. And yeah, kudos to you, AJ, because you know you rock. No, man. Please. And thank please. you, Jonathan. You rock. No, thanks for coming, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, thanks for coming. Well, yeah. hey, listen, go have a good dinner. I will talk to you definitely soon on the phone. But uh, we'll get you scheduled back on, man, because there's so much more. We have oh yeah, to- I got I got more stories for you. Oh, awesome, yeah. brother. Well, yeah. hey, we'll talk to you soon, oh, yeah. man. All right, man. All right, thanks, hey, Jay. have a good night. You too. Thanks, brothers. Oh, oh man! Oh, sorry, I clicked at the same time as you. There we go. <laughs> back, anyway. back. Oh, he's back. No, he's back. He's back. No, but anyway, what I wanted to say was that was an absolutely awesome show. I didn't realize I was muted at the end. Um, so I'm glad that uh, you heard what I was saying. But I wanted to say, man, that it's so wild that we started talking about past lives at the end because you know what Sam told me about mine about I was a fisherman on a boat and I died you know, when a boat went crashed or whatever it was. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was, I was my grandfather's boat. I loved going on. And then we went through a terrible storm one time. We almost got hit by a ferry and oh, it was the, like scariest thing ever to be on the ocean during that. So to have Jay say about his past life was very interesting. So I can't yeah. wait to have him on again. But what'd you think, man? Man, he had some great stories, you know, and uh, I, I can feel like how genuine he is with, with everything that he does, you know, he does it from the heart and he's doing it for the right reasons, just like you and me. And, you know, and and that's what, you know, being an investigator or spiritualist is about, you know, you got to believe in yourself and just, you know, 
take criticism, you know, just, but you got to believe in you in order for all this great stuff to happen. That's what I've learned. Well, amen to that. Well, guys, make sure to check out Talking with the Source on all podcast listening services, on YouTube and all social medias now. Thank you so much, Nancy, and everyone else for tuning in. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. Always feel free to ask questions in the comments. We'll put them up on the screen and we will get them asked for you. Um, But, hey, check us out. We appreciate you, Carrie. Thank you. And um, check us out on all podcast listening services. So talk to you guys soon. My name is AJ Capasso, host of Talking with the Source. I'm Jonathan right. Keyworth, the JK47 Paranormal. This Tuesday, uh, targeting with the JK. I do live spirit box sessions. It's going to be a good one. Uh, so that's at noon mountain time. There you go. So until next time, we are talking with the source. Good night. Mm-hmm.